Hey everybody, welcome to the Forge Academy. I'm your DM, Steven, uh, and with me today we have Ian. Hey everybody. M. Oh, hello. <laughs> and Michael. What to it do, it's Michael. And we are joined once more uh, by Lexi. Lexi, say hi to the people. Tell them where to find you, what you do, besides just being pure awesomeness. Um, go for it. The floor's yours. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My name's Lexi, otherwise known as at Black Girl Mage. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch under those same exact names. But for the most part, I am just talking about D&D, having opinions. And I am the dungeon master for the All Black Strixhaven University campaign thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called Strixio. So yeah, if you follow Strixio1, I think it's something like that on Twitter. That's what I'm doing right now is editing and sound design for Strixio constantly. I know that I know that life well. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. <clears throat> nah, it's fun. It's like a puzzle. It's like yeah. Legos. It's like digital Legos. That only Legos. I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple things before we get going. Uh, Michael. Mm. Tell me about tell me about your favorite coffee. Yeah, uh, Stephen, my favorite coffee is Found Familiar Coffee. It wakes me up so I can uh, get started on my day, uh, you know, making sure that all the moms are taken care of in the world. <laughs> Make sure that you can do that. Uh, what gasses me up is Thieves Can't because, you know, I'd be stealing hearts. So uh, get you some <laughs> Found Familiar Coffee. You can use our code FayForge when you check out for a little bit of discount so you can uh, spread the love. Uh, this has been your found familiar ad read. <laughs> Michael, leave my mom alone. <laughs> <laughs> I said all moms, okay? Yeah. All moms oh. matter. <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag yes, every mom. Uh, well, um, if, yeah. if the moms don't want coffee... <laughs> oh, but they do, Steven. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> What else? What else can they? Can they? How else can they? I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stephen. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, hello, moms and other listeners. Um, if you're wondering how we have such a good time playing D and D, then let me tell you about Greenleaf Geek. Because when we roll here on Forge Academy, we only roll the best, and the best is Greenleaf Geek. That's right, uh, Leah. Dicemaker Extraordinaire has made each of us a beautiful custom set that goes perfectly with our characters um, that I think might be infused with a little magic, but don't quote me on that. Um, but also has an amazing selection of handmade dice, also an amazing selection of curated dice, so you know you don't have to go through the entire Chessex library to find some goodies. And you can use our co code FAYFORGE, yes, F-A-E-F-O-R-G-E, I can spell. Woo. Um, which is not applicable on custom sets because that's craftsmanship. That's artisanry. And uh, it's worth every penny. But uh, after you're done picking up your magical custom dice, if you want to add a couple more click clacks to your cart, use code FAYFORGE and uh, roll with advantage. And Ian. Hey, moms. This is Ian at FayForge Academy. And we're so glad that you're here. Now, I know that a lot of people listen to our podcast already donate to our patreon if you haven't already head on over to patreon.com look us up and you can jump in our discord hang out with us play valheim we got a bunch of awesome folks in the community running one shots and we're always there to chat especially michael but if you've already found a way to support our podcast through patreon you'd like to find a way to bring that home display it on your fridge Maybe have a cool tank top or a baseball shirt or maybe just a really nice full-sized Steven Garcia body pillow. Head on over to Tee Public, where we have all kinds of merch from Creepy Girl Vibes to Young Besky to Your Mom Goes to Fay Forge. Get a mug, get some wall art, and show off that Fay Forge pride. Um... Yeah, and last but not least, uh, if we know that times are hard for everybody, and if you don't have money to support us, we totally get that. We appreciate that you're here, hitting that download button, 
telling your friends. Uh, and especially, we think you're the best if you leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Podchaser, and or Spotify. Um, if you're feeling ambitious, use that copy and paste. Hit all three of them up. It's nice and easy. Um, but for reals, that makes that makes an enormous difference on, on um, new people finding our show and broadening our our audience and helping people find this uh this labor of love that we that we put out we we love making this show um we love telling the story um and we know a lot of you love it as well and so why would we want to hide that from the world um and with that let's uh play some D for the moms Let's do it. Happy Mother's yeah. Day, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mother's Day it in com- September. It, it comes twice. Kaz, Besky, Blossom, and Cosima. You find yourself aboard Captain Odira's smaller water-faring vessel, assisted by uh, Talvroth, her second-in-command, who has left the airship and gone over to the ship with you. He and three or four other crew members are working on getting the ship ready to set sail, um, ignoring you all for the moment. You are looking out from the deck of the ship onto the town of Varen Hollow. You see the earth that was um, almost brought to life, causing these like scars in the ground and destroyed buildings. You see, as you look further into the town, you see a long line of... Um, students and old professors and uh, town members packing up their things uh, moving towards the airship that you helped take. You see at the front of that line is Professor Perseverance who left Ascending Stone with your group as a way to get in contact with him. Walking up the gangplank, you see a small gnome, uh, who particularly Ariadne and Rain would be the two <laughs> who would recognize this individual most, but you've all seen her. Um, it's uh, Professor Nick Spafflestone, uh, a small gnome professor who deals primarily uh, in light and crystal crystalline magic, using um, crystal to refract light and create, create magic that way. Um, she has her glasses, her little pink buns, uh, she looks like she's been working hard. Um, there's kind of uh, ash, or is that the right word? Um, yeah, from, from being around a forge recently, um, like like smudges of ash underneath her eyes, um, covering covering her freckles. Her 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 clothes are, I mean, just very much looks like she's she's been smithing. Um, she's got a small bag on her back, uh, and she says. So, um, Professor Perseverance said that you were, um, going to do something, and I'm tired of sitting around doing nothing to help this sort of world, and I was wondering if, uh, I might be able to come with you. Well, we're always, uh... Always welcome for new friends and travelers. I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting. My name's uh, Coe's Forgeheart. And uh, Kaz reaches out to shake her hand. 
uh, she reaches out, yes, I, I know who you are. I, I'm a professor from the academy. I've seen you around, and we've talked a lot about you in staff meetings and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry about that. I, I just so highly doubt that you're sorry about that. Well, I mean, you know, sorry that this is how we're meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume Ariadne and, and Rain must be resting, resting somewhere, but they, I've, I've worked with them before. A little bit. Um, I'm realizing I did a different voice for myself uh, <coughs> 35 episodes ago. <laughs> stick with this. <laughs> well, we've we've all been through a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. my accents drifted as well. No, this has been really this has been a really trauma traumatic time for me. And um, you know, you know what they say about trauma and, and accents. <laughs> it's true, actually. What do they say about trauma and accents? Uh, I, I was hoping you'd just kind of leave that <laughs> sentence alone and, and move on with me. Oh. So any, anyways, uh, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I brought, I brought some stuff actually. Um, uh, she pulls out two pendants. Um, these, these, and, and they're simple, simple metal chain. Um, but each of them have this bluish crystal that has, uh, what looks like, um, three little beads of light floating around on the inside of it. Um, or, excuse me, not three. There's six little beads of light on the inside. And she says, uh, I made I made both of these. These, uh, you can kind of shoot this light energy at, at people. Um, if, if you if you want it, you, 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 it'll take a little practice. You'll have to have to spend probably an hour hour kind of figuring it out and understanding it. But um, yeah, both of these. I think the 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 scroll I said called it called the the spell magic missile. Um, uh, magic missile. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, of it. a, it's kind of a cheesy name, I think, but uh, but yeah. Um, I like the alliteration. Yeah, that's well, that's clever. Good point. That's true. And then she she takes out a larger a larger crystal. Um, it's probably it's about six inches um, in diameter. Um, in a very sort of, um, uh, it's it's basically cut like a D8, essentially. Um, two pyramids on top of each other. Um, she said, "This one though, um, and it's it's glowing, um, like like it's emitting enough light that it, it is illuminating the space around you." Mm. Um, says this one's a, a sort of a bigger experiment that I did. It um, it should basically harness the power of the sun <laughs> um, oh just that what yeah um so it it, it I, I spent <clears throat> most of the time I've been in Varen Hollow has been uh, trying to to figure out how to take the the like the energy that the sun creates and put it in a crystal and then be able to use that because we've been fighting there's been like undead storming the town most most nights and they're not a huge fan of sunlight and so i i got this crystal um and most of the ones i've had like i can use it three times and then they shatter so you, you got to be careful with it but but it just sends like a blast of sunlight um uh and out of out of character, uh, it can cast sunbeam three times. Gotcha. Okay. Woof. Okay. Three three times, then kaputs. That's what she's communicating to you. Yeah. Well, these are these are mighty gifts indeed. Wow. Wow. Well, we definitely uh, need all the help we can get. Uh, where we're going, probably won't need these right away, but uh, it certainly can help out. And cause uh, shares with her. That we're on our way to Noreen. You are, and before you, just just a, a reminder, you are following the butterfly first, which might take, take you to Noreen. It might take you elsewhere. Oh, um, <clears throat> correct. It might you might take a little pit stop on the way. On the, on way. the, on the way to Noreen, <laughs> we're going to be following this butterfly. <laughs> um, well, that that sounds great. Um, I just, and then she turns and looks at you, Kasima. Says, "You, I've not. You're not from the school, are you?" Um, Kasima this entire time has had, um, she's in her wheelchair, 
just looking at the butterfly. Her back is to the group currently, trying to be sure about the direction that she's moving in. Um, she'll turn around and she'll start wheeling towards everyone and just say, uh, I was very close to going to school, but I never made it. No. What do you, what do you mean you never, you never made it? What does that mean? Boundaries between here and other worlds are pretty tender right now, so... <laughs> oh, you want you wandered into the Feywilds, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So... That's happened. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. You would think... You'd think by now there'd be, like, provisions in place, but it's fine. Mostly anyone who walks through, wanders through now, we just, you know, give them a house, give them a home, friends... Let them know what happened, and let them decide whether or not they want to find their way back. Oh, that's, I mean, that's very hospitable of you. You gotta do something, you know. You do things for, you do things for other people so that you feel a little bit better about what happened to you, sometimes. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that you got lost. Um, I guess if the, if the school ever reopens and it's not run by, uh, undead God, I would be happy to have you back. That would be quite interesting, I think. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, of course. Um, so where are we going? How are we What's that butterfly? Why is it just facing there? It's being weird, yeah. Um trying to find something that exists in my world that doesn't exist in yours, I don't think. Um, and this butterfly is getting us closer to that, so not exactly sure, you know, butterflies fly in random patterns, so I'm not, it's not like a regular compass, it's not pointing us exactly, but we've got an essence of a direction, so. Oh, that's, that's curious, that's very curious. Okay, well, um, if you need anything, I, you can see she's still got, um, a bunch of different, like, um, artisan tools and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I guess I probably should only shouldn't use any fire on the ship. Um, but I'll probably I'll probably be working on on something below deck if you need anything. Um, We're not supposed to use fire on the ship. Blossom thinking I, back to when uh, she absolutely used fire on the ship uh, like last episode. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean I mean like I probably shouldn't be like forging things like a, like a whole furnace situation would probably be less than ideal. Um, oh. At least at the temperatures I need. It doesn't matter. Um, Is there any... Do we have any gunpowder on this ship? Uh, you don't know. I will introduce... Oh, actually, uh, before uh, before she like gets herself set up, um, uh, should we call you Professor? Uh, how oh, I, I, think, I think the schools, we would call it probably defunct, so I don't think that that title is really applicable to my life at this time. Uh, I would I would call, call me Nix is is fine. Nix. Well, let's, let's get you set up, Nix, and Cause will escort her down to the like all where all the the quarters are and make sure she's set up comfortably. Introduce her to Tal, and uh, if there's gunpowder on the ship, just make sure she knows where that is for both reasons. Yeah, as you as you go below deck, there is there does appear to be some some black powder kegs. Um, not a lot, um, but but there are a few. Mm -hmm. She she takes note. She said, "Oh, that's that's definitely good to know." Um, I'll I'll stay away from it. I'll probably mostly mostly do like some carving and stuff with with the crystal I have currently. Maybe do some polishing and less glass glasswork. Seems like a bad idea here, but uh, yeah. Thanks thanks, Haas. Uh if you need anything else, let me know. I, I have some other skills, too, that are might be helpful. I don't know. Well, wait, I mean, well, we are, we've, been against some, <clears throat> we've been up against some very formidable obstacles. Uh, what, what else? Uh, if there's anything that you can think of, uh, please, uh, don't, don't hesitate. Well, I mean, most, most of what I can do involves making things uh, explode. I'm quite interested in this stone that you've... Uh created is there any way that you could make one of those stones 
except it just it it, it explodes on one use instead of three. Oh, so like, like, so so you'd want to like throw it, sort of a throw thing. it, throw it. It does this does whatever you know spell is vested inside of it, and then it just explaciously compels itself outwards damage uh, that's a that's an interesting word you use I've, I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. really familiar with it but um Expl- ex- which word uh ex- expl- expla- uh ex- explaciously yes it's like when you have one thing and you have another thing and the one thing catches fire and the other thing starts to fire and both of those things together create a big boom. Explaciously. I like that. Yes. I like that word. I think But it's um, yes, it's an adjective. It, it describes the 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 way that it booms. Interesting. Interesting. Blossom I'm- is furiously writing this down um, as she now has been for every word she's heard Kusima say yes. that she doesn't understand. Yes. And she's like got like now a whole notebook of like, oh my god, new words, new words. <laughs> um and uh and, oh, that's I mean, I mean that's really interesting. I had never really thought of thought of something like that um let me see what i can let me see what i can put together um yeah yeah i'll i'll, I'll work on something hopefully hopefully in the next next day or two I'll, I'll i'll have something for you the thing is i won't be able to test it here i will test it for you it will be my greatest honor to test it for you okay i just like you're not gonna like pursue legal action towards me if it like if you explode also. If I explode, I technically cannot pursue legal action because I'd be dead. That's a great point. Perfect. I'm gonna go start working on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and she just kind of in the deck like. Most of the tables are are human height. They're not really. This boat isn't set up for for gnomes, uh, and so she pushes some chairs out from underneath a table, uh, and just starts laying out all her all her tools and gems and and any ingredients she has. She runs over um, and starts just digging through the storeroom as well. Um, most most of the crew members are kind of looking at her, but she's not inherently ruining everything anything. So they're just letting her do her thing. Kusima, um, Talvrost approaches you. He is a, um, it's about a six foot tall, um, man. He's black, he's bald. He has, his right arm is entirely ethereal. Um, he's, he looks weathered, um, in, in, like, he's spent most of his adult life, at least, um, sailing on a ship. He, he approaches you and says, so, um, you, I understand, are our compass. Is that correct? Um, this is true. Something like that. Interesting. And it's this points to the butterfly. We're following that. Yes. Uh, I'm sure that it's not as satisfying. Um, to know that your trust must lie in something so random, but it uh, it's not steered me wrong so far. I... You're right. I'm not highly comfortable with following a wooden butterfly. I also don't really trust this group that you found yourself with. You weren't with us on the way here. Um, for some reason, my mm. captain does. She has... If Kyle's can overhear this, he's politely ignoring it. <laughs> he has... She has seen a lot more than I have. Um, and so I trust her. Mm. But if I feel that this venture is destined for failure... I will stop it. I don't care what butterfly or power or destiny you have on your side. 
Well, let's put it like this. If this trip is fruitless, as you might believe it so, you can put this, and I will take uh, one of my moon sickles out. Say, here, I will start this for you. And I over trace over my heart an X with the blade. I say, you can finish this if this trip is fruitless. But I believe we're following this to something that will not only save your world, but open up new opportunities for you. And this untrustworthy characteristic you have for yourself will be addressed fairly soon. This place is lacking of something important that exists very heavily in the Feywild, and that is hope. And I see that you need it more than probably anyone else on this ship. Will you roll me a persuasion check? Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> she got him good. Um, I got a 21. Okay. <laughs> so as you, as you give that speech about hope and you mark that X, he stares at you, um, almost taken aback, almost like those words that you spoke um, hit something inside of him that was deeper than you might have even consciously known was there. And he he looks he looks at you, he looks at the butterfly. Uh, he says, I guess, point the way then. Kasima will just use the one wheel to turn herself towards the railing, towards the open sea, um, and towards the butterfly possibly towards sunset. I don't know what time it is, but she's just turning her back and looking exactly where the butterfly is supposed to lead. And that's her answer. It's just, then let's follow it. He takes a deep breath, lets it out. All right, scorn and scant. Sails up. Take us to that horizon. Uh, the, the crew that is there springs into action. If any of you do have familiarity with, with sailing, you would be welcome to help them. But they're they're not they're they're not asking for any sailing help. Ropes are untied. The the sails sails are unfurled. Um, anchors pulled up. I apologize, Sailor Michael, for probably doing all of that in the wrong order. Um, Bessie's gonna be in the galley though, so he's gonna go to. That's that's the appropriate term for the chefs quarters or chef chefin we chefin i'm in the galley chefin i'm following besky to the galley um silently like not trying to be sneaky but just being myself just silently following you to the kitchen hopping up on a little counter and kicking my little feet oh <laughs> wonderful that vibes if there is uh cause will take a brief look around the hold for an accordion and if you can't find one he will serenade the crew with his ukulele instead uh Roll an investigation. Oh yes, <laughs> investigation for accordion. Try and find an accordion. <laughs> this, I, is, uh, this is this is what the real campaign is right here. Yeah. <laughs> what is the percentage that there's an accordion on the ship? Let's find <laughs> out. Uh, I don't have inspiration. Damn it. <laughs> I feel like if we had a, a lo-fi channel, it'd be me like cutting stuff up in the kitchen with Blossom like swinging her feet like she oh, was yeah, and then yeah. and cause just you just see him in the frame like walking back and forth with like an accordion thought bubble just, <laughs> just like, like, like looking at things going hmm yeah. animation. Uh, that is an 11 for accordion an 11 uh, you don't find an accordion uh, I will say though that you do find a, um, a harmonica done um, um, I have uh, I have proficiency bagpipes. Does that uh, does that translate? <laughs> Please. Sure. Yes. Imagine like a harmonica, like a bagpipe. Like, <laughs> so bad. Hey, yeah. I, <laughs> long dirges with the harmonica. Oh man. Uh, let me take a look here. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yep. So yeah, Cos will will find a nice place to perch so that the crew can hear him, and he will serenade them with amazing grace on the harmonica. Mm. Okay. Uh, roll a performance check. Yes. As twenty two on my modified bagpipes check. <laughs> uh, yeah. This crew has seemed to 
really mirror Talvros's um, emotional state on um, this voyage. They're not, they haven't been really happy about it. Um, they're professional. They go about their business. They ignore you. But cause as you start to, um, as you start to play, uh, you notice there is a little bit of a, um, a uptick in the mood. Um, almost like your playing has has pulled away something heavy weighing on on the crew. Um, and a few of them start to whistle along um, or hum. Um, and you even you even see Tao. His, uh, his pretty stern face break into like a little half smile um, as your boat heads off into the seas. Um, is there any, any RP stuff anybody wants to do before we, we sort of continue on? Uh, yeah, while we're in the kitchen, um, I'm watching Besky cook. I want to ask, so did you learn any new recipes in hell? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I did. Um, oh, can you teach me? Can you teach me? Can you teach me? Sure. Uh, most of it's from this book, though. And then I, I grab the book. And then you hear, you know, the, probably you hear the... <laughs> I'll put the book down. You just hear a groan, like a small one. You, you think you... You don't know if you do. You might. Do you have a and haunted I'm... cookbook? What? Do you have a haunted cookbook? Um, oh, you know, I just tuned it all out at this point. Um, oh. it's like background noise to me, but, uh, I, I don't know, but the recipes are really good. <gasps> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. What's your favorite? What have you made so far? Um, and I'll open the book. Uh, I liked, uh, this, uh, the spicy, um, the spicy, uh, abyssal, um, roast, um, it's a roast recipe. Uh, you just basically, you do need really hot, hot, hot water uh, and really hot uh, broth. So you usually want to use some of the lava that's around to get it really up and high. Wow. To yeah, um, that's pretty good. Um, the other stuff that I have is um, oh, uh, it's it's uh, devil devil horn. Uh, broth so now i use that broth for this recipe but you you let it sit there for about like uh 13 days it has to just sit there with like multiple horns in it and then whoa she reaches up and like absentmindedly touches one of her own horns it's like uh no not yours uh devil it's a different it's you're fine that's not how that works um wow and but there's a lot of great stuff in here that had us eat really well uh I think I, I don't know who the author of this book was, but uh, they they went through a lot, and I think they survived whatever thing that they were hired to do, and they made this cookbook. And so that's amazing. It came with a lot of great recipes. Yeah. I am. Um, I miss cooking class. I miss having a, a kitchen and, and recipes and all that. But I'm glad you're back, and maybe we can make time to to keep learning. If if you want, sure. Um, here's uh, here's uh, some. If you want to just cut these up, you can take one of my knives, and I'll, I'll, I'll give Blossom a knife. Um, if you want to if you want to chop some of this up, that'd be great because I, I need to work on some some other stuff over here. Yes, yes. I, I want to hone my knife skills. Uh, I can do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, your 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 hands knuckle knuckle on the other. Yep. And then you use that to guide the, yeah, don't have your finger. Yep, perfect. Yep. Good. All right. I got it. Uh, Michael, can you roll an arcana check? Uh, what kind of check? It's an arcana check. Uh, 18. Uh, so the one thing that you have really noticed about this cookbook, and even as you, as you show it to Blossom right now and you open it up, um, the recipes aren't always in the same place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you sometimes find new ones oh. that weren't previously there. I'm not going to disclose that yet to Blossom. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I think I, I'm not disclosing that. Like, I, you know, 
if Blossom was really paying attention to my face, like, you know, I don't know if they were. Uh, um, like, yeah, it looks like I'm, like, trying to skim through recipes, but to be honest, it was probably, like, something that Besky felt a, a, a attachment to, so much so that, like, maybe he doesn't care about what, how this book is operating just because it allowed him to do something that kept his sanity while he was down there so yeah mm. yeah uh question can i make a check to see how good my knife skills are make oh. a dex check hell yeah <laughs> i just want to know hell yeah 24 <laughs> oh quick smooth um whatever what are you dicing right now ginger yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's very, it's very even. Um, you don't have like big and little chunks. Yeah. And so quick. It makes that nice, that nice. We don't even exactly. need sound effects for that anymore. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. So, um, Cosima or cause, or are, is there anything that either of you want to do before we continue on? Oh, you don't hold 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 I was just thinking, because uh, um, I haven't spoke to Blossom really. Had one v one since the little, the little dream dream walking. Little, yeah, the little nightmare yeah. incident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, hey, hey, Blossom, Blossom. Um, yes. So. When we did that that dream walk thing, um, oh yes, I don't know if I've said it to everyone. Um, I don't think I have, right? I don't think I really talked to anyone about. Maybe I talked to Ariadne, but I don't even think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you did. Um, there was that thing that showed up in the dream walk. Um, is everything okay? Yeah. Um, well, so, okay, here's what I know. Um, there's a god living inside my brain, um, and he is not one of the ascended, and he won't tell me his name, but he eats souls? Cosmet him? Um... I don't think it was altogether unpleasant. Um, he's... It's complicated. Um, it's very complicated. Also, um, I think you you knew this, but my heart doesn't beat anymore. Which is concerning, but I feel fine. Mm, right, yep, uh, I... Yeah, complicated is the right word that you you use uh, for what's going on. Um, I can you just? I also I feel like maybe I should like tell you. Um, I wasn't born here. I was born in hell. Oh. And I don't know, but I think. Maybe that's connected to this in some way. Maybe, maybe if you talked to, to him, you'd know, because cause you've been, and I mean, you're the only person I know, besides my parents, who's been to hell. Yeah, um, I don't think you just being born in hell uh, had whatever is happening to you, that being uh, be attached to you. Um, cause I met a whole bunch of people who were born in hell and they are all bad, um, and don't have the lingering being. Um, hmm. so I know that, um, but can you just keep me updated on, on that stuff? Sure. Um, uh, yes, I, I, you see, I'm conflicted because... I do feel very powerful, but I also, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'll, I'll keep you updated, and if you want to try to, to talk to him at some point, he, he might be willing. 
I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Um, and I, I can't judge you too much because I was in a similar position, although it turned out that uh, the being that's been helpful to me has been pretty good, pretty good so far. Um, really respect and look up to them, but I know how confusing that stuff can be, so uh, I'm trying to make sure that um, you know I'm here and I'm not trying to judge you on how you figure that out, but I want to be here if something happens. Thank you. I really did miss you a lot. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I missed all of you. Um, I was just starting to know you before I, I, I left, um, but it is good to be back and um, it's kind of nice to have someone else to bond with who's kind of gone through similar things. So yeah, this is really nice. Cheers. I am. Um, I never really thought I'd have this many friends. Well, you're great. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad you do. And I, I think, you know, uh, you might've been able to make other friends, but I'm glad you're our friend. Me too. Oh, I finished chopping all the ginger. Um, should I, I put it in with everything else in the rub? Yep. In, yep. In the, in the soup, in the, in the pot. Yep. All right. And she has to slide a little stool so that she can reach the pot. Cause she's Lil. <laughs> she hops up and. Oh. Brushes the ginger in. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, where Besky's going to just like. She's probably just going to carry on with a normal conversation of, you know, uh, nice seas out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good seas. Nice wets we're having. Mm -hmm. Hey, before you go on your next seafaring adventure, make sure you stop by greenleafgeek.com, pick up some amazing dice uh, to take on your voyage with you so you can play dice with your, with your crewmates on deck. Uh, Always rolling natural 20s, looking beautiful. Greenleafgeek.com, use the code FayForge at checkout. Uh, and let's get back to this adventure. Okay. Uh, so, as your ship drifts further and further away from the shoreline, further and further away from the Railhand Wilds, where you've all spent the last few years of your life, outside of Kasima, um, who's been there for about a day, um, the beginning of your trip is is smooth. The first few days are um, pretty um, eventless. You you just you just start to get into a nice a nice rhythm. Waking up, preparing food, eating, uh, helping out around the ship if that's something you're interested in. Um, after about a week, Kasima. Um, Nyx comes to you with a little bit smaller, it looks more like a, um, like if you put two tier shapes together, so it's like circular in the middle and then, and then pointed at the end, mm, uh, at nice. both ends. Um, and inside it looks like there's, it's actually holding a flame. Uh, she's got it um, in her hands. Um, it's, it's maybe about how, how big is that in my hand? That's like, it's maybe about eight inches long. Um, and the, like, at the largest part, the bulb in the center is about four inches in diameter. Um, she's carrying it in, um, like, towels and blankets, lots of soft things. Um, mm. uh, she says, so, um, yeah. I've been thinking pretty much nonstop about what you said and um, I made you this the thing is um, as she as she hands it to you like very gently she's like be very 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 careful um, and she hands it to you with all the towels and, and everything um, I don't know how stable it is when I am picking it up uh, this is weird but when I pick it up I want to do it and I want to watch her like I'm going to do it a little rough the first time that I grab it 
to see how she reacts because I want to see the, 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 the threshold of like how heavy I could be with this thing. Like I'm not like grabbing it from her hands, but if I grab it a little rougher and she's like, wait, lighter than that, then I can be like, okay, cool. This is exactly how light I need to uh, carry. This. As you do that, she goes, <gasps> okay, uh, um, not like that. Not like that, please. Please don't do that again. Why? What? Is it? So is it the outer part that's sensitive or is it that there's like a lot of fire in there? There's a lot. So like it looks sort of like a candle t- right now mm-hmm. in there. Um. If it breaks, it will look not like a candle anymore. Um, and I would say you probably need to throw it at least 20 feet away from you is my best guess. Uh, and everything in that space around it is going to uh, explode. Probably is if I did my calculations correct. Uh, if I did them wrong... Uh, could be bigger. Okay, that sounds amazing. Or it could do nothing. Okay, this is true. Uh, no legal charges, no, you know, it's not a contract. Yeah, good, good. Um, 20 feet, at least, if you can throw it that far. This is absolutely stupendiotic. I cannot wait. Um, and I'm going to take the... the thing that she gave it to me in and I will use it lightly I I don't I don't know where exactly to put it I'll probably ask her to hold on to it because I am like in a wheelchair (laughs) I'm gonna be wheeling all across ship I I don't think like wooden these wooden planks underneath my wheels are probably like very stable for me to be like bouncing on and stuff so I'll probably let her hold on to it till we're like going to leave and she probably knows how to hold it best yeah, that I that seems like a good idea to me. Um, on second thought, uh, she she points over to there's like a small a small crate that she you can see there's like a lot of um, like straw and other soft things. Um, I'm gonna leave this in here because I feel like while some of this stuff is kind of flammable, if this goes off on the ship, we're all gonna probably die anyway. So it's not <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. But I think we can. I'm gonna pack this pretty softly. Um, so hopefully like when the ship rocks, it won't, it won't really move, but it'll be here for you when you're done. Um, or when you're ready for it. So, Perfect. uh, yeah, that was Thank fun. You. Thanks for the project. Of course. I mean, if you're going to be, you know, I wouldn't want you to hold back if you're trying to, you know, you're comfortable around fire. You're suddenly on a ship where you can't use fire. Um, if you're going to get in trouble for using fire on a ship, it might as well be for usage or something. So I, I, I 100% you. agree. I 100% agree. Um, anyways, if you have any other, other projects, um, just let me know. Uh, okay. So um, after this, this first sort of week. Um, before we move on to the next scene, uh, let's just out of character real quick. Let's also address how the other... Uh, items, the gifts from Nyx that we got are oh yes, um, split up. There's the two necklaces and then the uh, the first crystal of explosion. Not to be confused with the second crystal of explosion. <laughs> um, as uh, Kasima and Nyx are working through like how this this uh, this new invention works, uh, and, and probably the next chamber over. Uh, Besky and Blossom and Kaz are kind of going through these other gifts that that Nyx has provided, and and Kaz definitely is interested in one of those six one of the, one of those uh, crystal pendants that has the six lights of gems in it, the um the the mage's missile or the, the whatever she called it, magic missile I think. Uh, a mage's magic missile, All right? Me, well I like that better actually. Sure. I wonder how big they are. Do you think they're, they're very large missiles, or...? I don't know. I mean, it's ma- Mage's mega magic missiles. Yeah, Mage's mega magic... Ma- mage's minute magic missiles. Oh, jeez. We'll find out. <laughs> Besky, have you seen a Mage's magical... Mag- magician missile before? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen it uh, before. Um, are they big? I, I don't know if I've used it. I might have. It's been so long. Uh, 
they're they're average size, but uh, I I well, it's probably the size you're describing. To be honest, um, the the mega minute magic, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to change what you're calling it. So that that sounds great. Yeah. What's that? What's that word that Cosima's always using? Uh, magnificious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, there it is. Mag- yeah, yeah, magnificious. She yeah, said that magical, it's mages, yeah. magical, magnificious missiles. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Both minute and mega. Well, Both. I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> How many are there? There's two of the pendants, and then there's the one like sunstone. Uh, I will take the. Um, I'm gonna take this sun one. Um, I am. It's ideal for evolving your Pokemon. Uh, I would like to evolve. No. Uh, <laughs> It's a super besky. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the sun one. I'm, I'm, I, I find that when I use sun type of things, um, they're stronger when I use them. So nice. I might hang on to that if that's okay. Yeah, I'll take the other mages. You know, I'll take the other pendant. <laughs> Magnificious is the I think. The, yeah, 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 I wrote it down. Yeah, I still can't say it. so uh, as you've been traveling uh, Cosima you've spent a lot of time at the helm with um, Tal or at least checking in every once in a while Um, multiple times a day he comes and gets you to make sure that we're still heading in the same direction Uh, and it seems like you all have been heading uh, southeast a little bit Besky you would know Nairine is almost directly south from where Mm -hmm. you were Um, Mm -hmm. the Shattered Isles are to the east um so you kind of you're kind of um, moving somewhere in in between those two spaces. We're splitting the yeah okay. yeah. Uh, after after another week goes by, um, you notice the water starts to get a bit choppier, rather rather quickly. Um, so we're going two two weeks southeast is what's been happening so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it starts to get a lot choppier very quickly. Um, you see rolling in very quickly around you are these enormous storm clouds. It seems like what starts as a little bit of chop starts turning into actual waves um, as the boat starts rocking and rolling um, over these over these um, these giant these giant waves. Um, uh, Tal is yelling at, at the crew tying up everyone's tying up um, uh, sails, securing everything on board. Um, it's an all hands on deck sort of situation. Cosima, um, I need you to stay close because I need you to help us keep our bearings. I need to know where to go. Um, as he continues to scream out orders, um, this huge wave comes and crashes over um, the Michaels. What are the what are the directions on a boat? Uh, starboard is right, or is left. Okay, um, over the starboard side. Um, this huge wave crashes over, and I'm gonna need everyone to make a deck save. Nice. Deck save. Let's do it. Mm. I rolled Yikes. a natural one. Three. I rolled a natural 20, so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz got a 13. For a 27. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, everyone but Kasima, you are not. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah. <laughs> In addition, that wave pushes you all over to the port side of the boat against the rails. Um, mm-hmm. You all take. Where's my dice? So damn. I'm imagining it's that comical bit where like Besky hits the side and then Blossom like falls onto Besky and then Cos crushes them both. Mm-hmm. And then there's a barrel. <laughs> you just see the barrel bouncing by, and you hear the oh. <laughs> um, so you all take 13 bludgeoning damage. Ouch. And then, uh, Kasima, yeah. you take the second damage as well. Uh, everyone takes seven cold damage. How much damage? Uh, so 13 plus seven. Seven. So, so 20. 20 total. For those of you who failed, it's tw- is 20. Uh, Kasima, you'll just take the seven. I didn't okay. fail. I just chose to not succeed. Had we, we definitely had a long rest. Yes, yes. I don't know why. Y'all have had, I, I y'all several. Had okay. yes. Several. Several. At least 14. And as this wave crashes and, um, the three of you slam into the sides. Cosima, you're able to brace yourself with these uh, on your... Cosima, you're able to brace yourself in your wheelchair um, mm-hmm. next to Tao, um, who's hanging on desperately to to the helm. 
as well. Um, Kaz is going to grab a nearby rope, uh, tie himself off to the like to his belt loop, and then cast Levitate on himself. And I'm going to need all of you to roll initiative. I'm a balloon rolling initiative. I'm here for it. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, Did you know I really oh used levi- Levitate so much recently that I really, as I was thinking about this this encounter, this scenario, I was like, okay, what happens if Kaz uses Levitate? You know, it's... And the that, boat it, keeps moving. <laughs> that's why I tied myself off first. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. And as you all roll initiative and this storm is tossing and rolling this boat, you also see um, those of you who who slid to the port side, you see these long reptilian shapes burst from the water with wings uh, that flap in the water, and as they flap out, um, the water sprays off of them and they act as wings as well. Um, They are all about between 15 and 20 feet long, and there's three of them. Two of them pop out of the water right next to where the three of you slam against uh, the side railing of the boat. And then another one emerges up from the front of the boat and almost looks directly at you, Cosima. These three long... Um, they're draconic in nature, though they're not dragons. Um, uh, they all let out these roars. The two on the side both these claws rip into the boat. Uh, you feel the wood splinter around you, um, the three of you who are on that side. And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. <gasps> oh, damn. <laughs> Steven. I'll get you yet, Steven. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Kai. You can find me at Kai Quinn on Twitch. I role play over there in Red Dead and GTA. Uh, also, social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Kai Quinn underscore. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Adelaide. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
Had your moms. Fate Forge Academy. Hashtag had your moms. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag your mom listens to Fate Forge Academy. Hashtag had your moms. <laughs> hashtag she's a hide her. Hashtag hide her. <laughs> Lifetime channels has fell off. Okay, it's Fate Forge Academy now. <laughs> That's true. That is prime time. What are you gonna do when you're doing mm-hmm. chores and, and making meals? You gonna listen to us? You gonna listen to me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm putting that at the back of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>